Welcome back, Pod 10, the Nick and Bean Pod. Divisional round of the NFL playoffs. We're super excited. Nick, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm pumped. This is basically the best week of NFL season every year for me. Yeah, I mean, last week, because you had the extra game, I mean, it's going to be tough to top six playoff games in one weekend, but for the, the eight best teams, four playoff games, I mean, two Saturday, two Sunday, what more can you ask for? Not much, man. All right, well, before we get into it, as always, we are presented by Diet Smoke. For the best Delta 8 edibles in the business, head over to www.dietsmoke.com. Get 20% off your first order with code Nick and Bean. It's the perfect medium high, and it's totally legal, which is awesome. Blue raspberry is my personal favorite. It's delicious and a perfect way to relax after a stressful day. Again, that's www.dietsmoke.com. You can check them out on Instagram as well and use code Nick and Bean. Remember, there's an E on the end of Bean for 20% off, and let's get into it. What we're going to do, because you know we're, we're obviously down to eight teams, end of the season, let's recap all six games, let's get our thoughts on them, let's go through them, and then we will preview the four games for this weekend and give out our bets. And I mean, first of all, I want to say, if you listened to the pod this past weekend, you're very wealthy right now. We lined your pockets last week, folks. We literally made everybody money. I mean, even if you took some of our bets or all of our bets, it was impossible to lose. Just about, unless you took only two of my bets. <laughs> yeah, Nick, Nick went four and two. Yeah, I went four and one. Um, just I'm dominating 17 11 on the season. Nick's only four games under 500 after this week, so he's coming back. Um, what a great week, though. Let's get into the first game, yeah, which was the early game Saturday. And usually, it's funny, I listen to the Bill Simmons podcast sometimes, and they call that first game on wildcard weekend, they usually call it the Shakies game because it's uh. usually like the Texans, or it's it was the Bengals every year for a while and Andy Dalton, or it's the Texans and Arian Foster and Matt right. Schaub. There was always one game that you were like, eh, what are they what doing the heck? here? It was like the Bills and Jags one year before Josh Allen. Like, it was just when they had Tyrod Taylor. So this year, though, there really wasn't a shakies game, but if you were going to say it was one, it was this one. Yeah. You know, you had Derek Carr and uh, whatever the coach's name is rolling in, um, and guess what? Everyone was on the Raiders. I was on the Raiders minus five and a half. Plus five and a half. Plus five and a half, sorry. Literally, everyone and their mother was on the Raiders. Um, I gave out, I liked the Bengals' money line, but I also ended up betting Bengals minus five and a half. And what a game it was. It was a good game. I mean, the closest game of the week. The Raiders could have came back and won that game. Yeah, the I mean, ending of that was nuts. So there was two games that had some wild endings. It was that one, and then the Cowboys. Oh I was live God. tweeting through the Cowboys. That was epic. Yeah, the, but we'll get there later. Yeah, exactly. This and the Cowboys game—they were the only one-score games because all the other ones there was some blowouts. But question for you, because yeah. take you back fourth quarter, yeah. they're down seven points. I think it was 26-19, whatever it was. Yeah, and they get the ball to—I think it was the ten-yard line with thirty-five seconds left. Yeah. They spike the ball. Uh, and that's Drew a, Brees on air, yeah. which I what didn't it, think Drew Brees was terrible. I've heard some people just hate him. Yeah. But I don't, he supported the decision, but they wasted a down. That was that was hindsight's twenty twenty, obviously. Of course. But they did not need to spike the ball and waste that down there. Looking back on it, it was a horrible decision. And even Derek Carr going for that toss at the end, he he knew when he threw that ball that that was not going to be a touchdown. Never. Who's he looking for? Zay Jones? Who was that? He loves Zay Jones. That, which, I mean, you're looking for what? Maybe it's third? the way he gets up. You know how he floats when he gets up, that cool nah. thing? No. Nah. You know what I'm talking about? No. Nah. Oh, you got it. 
If you haven't seen Zay Jones get up off the football field, it's like magic. You got to go YouTube it. Okay, I'll it's check incredible. It out later. Um, but yeah, I mean, so they get it 35 seconds or so, not 100%, but they down the ball and you're like, you're questioning it. And then I try to convince myself, I'm like, oh, it'll give them a chance to settle down. And I was nervous. I mean, I right. had. They score. They either go they for two and win. They had the defense on their heels. Oh, yeah. I say you attack, brother. And remember, Hendrickson, the, their best D-lineman, was out with a concussion. Yep. They were banged up for the end of that game. Um, and, yeah, and then they spiked the ball, two bad plays, and then it's fourth down, and they throw it short of the end zone. Yeah, I mean, they didn't even give themselves a chance. It, it was it was disgusting. Yep, I agree. Um, but I will say, on the other side of the ball— Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase will be here for a long, long time. Yeah, so Joe Burrow outplayed Derek Carr in that game, and it wasn't that close. Um, I'm trying to pull up Der- uh, what's-his-face's stats here. It looks like I didn't pull it up, but he had a great yards per attempt, and he also won in the uh, yardage battle. Yeah, I mean, Burrow threw, I think it was for 244. Uh, Carr, I think, won in the yardage battle because they were coming back so much at the end. But Burrow was way more efficient. No interceptions, two touchdowns. He had this one throw to Uzama down the middle of the field yeah. that was just so beautiful, put in the perfect spot. Uh, I I love, I've, been, I've said it on, on the pod. I've said it in real life. I'm a huge Joe Burrow guy. Mr. Moxie, he has the biggest stones in the league. He Go went ahead. in. He's a new, he's a rookie quarterback. Well, first time in the second year. But second he, year. He only played six, seven games last year before he tore the uh, the leg. Right, and the coach is not that experienced either. He went in there. Nothing, nothing seems to borrow or borrow bother bother burrow <laughs> bother or Nothing. shake him so yeah he had 7.2 yards per tent two touchdowns like you said zero interceptions uh where to Derek carr had 5.6 he had one and one so he, he didn't necessarily keep it clean either no and I, and uh Derek carr did win the yardage battle by about 60 yards yeah of course he was throwing all fourth quarter and i mean if you look at Derek Carr's season and as a whole, it's got to be looked at as a positive. Yeah. Great leader. I mean, losing the coach, losing rugs, losing the cornerback. I mean, Hunter Renfro is like an all-pro receiver right now after what Derek Carr did with him. Yeah. I mean, who, besides, I mean, you see Cooper Cup. Obviously, you compare him and Renfro because they both play similar. They're both white. But, I mean, let's be real. I mean, Hunter Renfro is a stud. I would like to look at their, uh, what do they call them, measurables, like where you do your 40 times, stuff like that. Oh, he's probably slow as shit. I would think Cup is more athletic than Hunter Renfro. But Hunter Renfro does a lot of little small things when he's running these routes to set the defenders up. Um, So shifty. Very similar to your boy in lacrosse. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh lord oh god nick's uh budding middle school lacrosse career um but yeah i mean great great win for the Bengals. um burrow gets his first playoff win already you know you get the a lot of people are comparing herbert and him and burrow's definitely got the leg up now and jamar oh, yeah. chase nine catches 116 yards i mean he's just he's just unguardable and joey backdoor buckets came out and said that this is the bare minimum that they expect moving forward. So he's expecting to be back in the playoffs. Not only that, but he's expecting to win a playoff game every year moving forward. And I, and I don't doubt him. Um, if they continue to build with that young core and they continue to play solid football, they'll be here every year. So Bengals win the first game of the weekend. Two games on Saturday and the night game. What a joy. Oh. Buffalo Bills versus the New England Patriots. So I had New England teased. Everyone had New England besides me. I didn't. I didn't have them straight against the spread. Against the spread, but I had them teased, and it was horrible for me watching that game. 
Oh, it was horrible for everyone because uh, people thought, oh, for some reason, everyone thought that the freezing cold weather was going to create like small, like lower points. Right. And instead, it just went way over. And it's funny because the Bills come out. If you remember, that first touchdown was crazy to Dawson Knox. It looks like he's mm. throwing the ball away mm. in the back of the end zone. And Knox just goes up, catches it, 7 nothing. And then the Patriots actually are driving down the field. They look good. Mac Jones... Credit to him. He sucks. For You know I hate him. He's terrible. Terrible, <laughs> yeah. terrible, terrible. They'll never do anything with him. But I don't know throws, if I agree that he's terrible. He's but awful. He throws a, a deep ball to the corner, which, beautiful pass. Mm. And Micah Hyde, out of, off the top rope, comes in and makes one of the most incredible interceptions. Josh Allen drives it back down the field. And what we found out, and what we kind of knew all along, was yeah. the Patriots are a really flawed team. In what, in what sense? In the sense that their defenders, yeah, they work well as a unit, right. but if they have to take one-on-one matchups right. with excellent players like Stefan Diggs and uh, Knox and even Devin Singletary, what is he on? He's he, 89 yards Did James Conner give Singletary the juice? Because, 81 yards. Because Singletary looks incredible. He looked good. I, I, so as a fantasy owner of Singletary, I'm a little mad. Like, what? Yeah, where the what fuck was, was this all on? season? He was terrible all season. They Zach Moss only had one carry in the Zach game. Zach Moss done. And they don't even care about him. Singletary's the lead He's the back guy. right now. And Josh Allen, I mean, we already knew he's a superstar, but this game cemented it. I don't know if you saw Jordan Poyer's pregame speech. No, what did he say? He went off and off about how Patriots, these cocky motherfuckers, yeah. like, it's time to end them. It's time to show them that the, the the division is not going through New England until Josh Allen retires or gets traded or gets hurt. Word. That's what he basically was saying. And they went in, and it was, in my lifetime, never seen the Patriots get embarrassed like that. So Josh Allen had basically the perfect game. He threw five touchdowns with, so ze- good. with zero interceptions. He had over 300 yards in the air. And get this, a whopping twelve point three yards per attempt. How many? So, ru- do you have rushing yards in front of you? Yeah, he had sixty something. Yeah, he had I mean, uh, sixty six yards on the ground. The guy is. He just, averaged eleven yards per rush. Yeah, and and that's why you know I it's tough for me when people say like oh Trey Lance like he's never going to be a pro quarterback or these young guys because if you remember Josh Allen's rookie season Ooh. the guy couldn't hit Ooh. anyone I think it was more than his rookie season that he looked bad the second year he wasn't good either like yeah. he wasn't great I mean he was better I think they won a playoff game his second his year his accuracy or, or was almost shit. won one his accuracy was shit in his first he couple was terrible years. and he's worked on it and I mean it's not a crazy debate of who would you rather have for the next 15 years Josh Allen or Mahomes I Ooh, 15 years? 10 years, 15 years, Let's whatever you short. want. Let's go shorter. 10. 10 years. I mean, it's tough to say. Who would you take? Ay. Gun to head. Gun to head. Fuck, dude. Fuck. I would say, damn, dude. I might have to go Mahomes, but... Yeah, it's fine. Either one's a great choice. Yeah, They're the future it's... of the NFL. Yeah. But what a game by him. And, you know, I, it's funny I'll say this, but the best player on the Patriots was probably Mac Jones, which is which is saying something from me especially because obviously I'm not a fan of his. But yeah. they had some drops. He wasn't terrible. It was just over. They overwhelmed them. They're way better than them. The Bills so are. In all the games previous, the Patriots did a decent job running the ball, and that's a team that kind of needs to run the ball to get it done. They only had, as, as a team, 89 yards on the ground. Uh, Damian Harris had 30. Ramondre Stevenson had 27. 
So, I mean, you're not going to get you're not going to beat the Bills when you can't run the ball and you're having a rookie quarterback out there. Yeah, and the reason I gave this out uh last week as well, the Bills to win the AFC. The reason I liked it is because I think I don't think their defense is great, but I think when you balance it with how good their offense is, I think they're the best on both sides of the ball. Of course, I think consensus would say that's probably the Packers, but both sides of the ball well maybe consensus but i think me and you both agree that the bills have the highest ceiling yeah. the only thing is they don't play that way every week like two weeks ago they played a coast game against the jets they got beat by the jags sure. not saying that for like sure. you can't sure. have a couple stinkers but they're uh, they're kind of all over the place a little bit yeah and this year more than any everyone every team can be beat but i i mean the bills showed everyone if they're on their game, they can win a Super Bowl this year. There's this one little guy that I that popped maybe midway to late season that I'm probably gonna look for some props on him this week when they when the market opens. This guy Isaiah McKenzie, yeah. he's from down here. I think he's like five nine or something like he's that. He's tiny. He's fast. But he he's a stud, and I bet you the market's gonna be short on his numbers because yeah, no one knows who he when, is. When Beasley went down for all those weeks, they they were like, oh, let's try and get him the ball, and, the and last he time- showed out. He won that. Yeah. He got. Got them to the playoffs actually uh, well he In also well they were gonna make the playoffs but when they played the patriots last time he dominated them as well yeah but it was just great to watch belichick just get crushed i mean obviously they've tormented us our whole lives being yeah. dolphins fans but it was just awesome to watch the bills kill them and plus i had every every the bills every which way um so that was great that was saturday so Bengals and bills win saturday and if you remember, the, my best bet on the show was the Bengals and Bills money line parlay, which was plus one thirteen. Yes, sir. Let's get into Sunday. And I had the Bills team total over. Yep. Oh yeah. I mean, and then if you guys remember, we'll go back when we go to our picks. But the pod teaser, the four team teaser we gave out, hit cash plus two fifty odds or whatever it was, huge hit for everyone who took. We didn't that. discuss it, but we like we'll talk it out. We might as well make another one this week. Yeah, yeah. We we can do it on the fly. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what, what we'll we do. did last week. So it was funny. So going into Sunday, um, I already had the Bucks teased every which uh, I had the Bucks teased, but it was kind of yeah, go ahead. I was I'm, the the number on Sunday just flipped. Yes. It kept coming down. And I'm like, you took the you, words right out of my mouth when you texted me that because we're in a group chat and I and we we're just texting some bets over the weekend and you said I'm also taking Bucks minus seven. I was like already did. I didn't say it in the chat, but like already with you, brother. Yeah, it's crazy. So the line goes from, and I think what happened was you got chalk, chalk on Saturday, and everyone was going to be on the Chiefs, and everyone was kind of thinking, oh, is is it just too easy? Is the eight too easy? And what happened was so many bets came in on the Eagles, and it ended up being minus seven. Once I saw minus seven, I had already had some on minus eight. I was like, this is just makes no sense. The Bucks defense being healthy was the key for me to bet this game. Every single player was back. JPP, Shaq Barrett, Levante David, the quarterback of the defense. Yep. Their corners were healthy. I mean, this Devin was... Devin White. Is that the guy's Devin name? Devin White. He, yeah, he's been there. Stud. Yeah, they're all studs. So once I saw that, Hurts, contrary to a lot of people, I think he is the future in Philly, but he's not ready for, for that game and that defense. They have a lot of speed, and they hit hard in the playoffs. I don't know if you remember watching them last year because yeah. they were doubted last year. Even mm. though they had Brady, everyone thought they were going to lose to the Saints. Right. Everyone thought they were going to lose to the Packers. Right. Everyone thought they were going to lose to the Chiefs. And that defense came out, and they just smacked people in the face. I was on the Chiefs in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, Exactly. So um, Bucks come out. Brady knew he didn't have all his weapons, and he had to be surgical with it. 
And what he did was he picked, I think he had completed 12 passes in the first quarter for like 100 yards. We've seen Brady go to the Super Bowl with random ass weapons, like with like 5'10 white wide receivers that weigh like 165 pounds. And the, and the Eagles, who did they beat this year? No like one. Like you said, you said the Saints. What was Simeon? Like the that's, Saints was their best win. And so they that's beat, where I yeah, smelt a I smelt a fish, and I went against it. Yep. So props to the Bucks. They came out. They handled their business, uh, and they get Leonard Fournette. Uh, he said he's back. He will be back this week, which is huge for them. I think he could have played this week. They just knew they were going to smack the Eagles. Keyshawn Vaughn was fine. Gio Bernard was good. Um, Mike we, Evans was good. Gronk uh, caught a Gronk's never been so open his entire life. That was such a little buzzkill. We had the Keyshawn Vaughn first time touchdown. Ugh, he he's he got in the red the zone. Oh my god! And then they take him out and they run the ball again. Or it was like a little toss. Yeah, but either was, way, to Giovanni Bernard. That was painful, but the Bucks made it three for three for us on the weekend. Good well, thing we three had, for three for me. Good thing we had a little uh, extra cash to play with from the winning bets. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we had plenty. Um, and then that brought it to the game that I was most unsure about because everyone was on the Niners. So I was kind of like, oh, maybe I take the Cowboys. I did place a small bet on them. I think mm. I, I think I gave them out on the show, which was my only loss. Correct. Yeah. It was actually. I'm mm. looking at it now. Um, what a funky game. Yeah, so I didn't give out the Cowboys, but I had bet them. And then- yeah, I think we both did. Everyone else was on the Niners, and I'll give everyone props. They, I thought finally Dallas was going to play a good game. Bro, I mean, Dallas, if you go on Football Outsiders' website, Dallas was the number one rated DVOA overall team, and they just shit the bed, bro. It was, it was disgusting to watch, and the end of that game was tight. It was tough. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's get into it. Because Big Mike McCarthy can go to hell. Here's the thing. They come out, um, and the Niners look like the better team throughout pretty much the entire game. Debo is incredible. Stop. Jimmy G was fine. Um, the Cowboys look scared. Mike McCarthy has no clue what he's doing. How is he a coach? He's still riding Aaron Rodgers' Super Bowl. They won 12 years ago. It's crazy. He sucks. He was holding Rodgers back. <laughs> yeah, he was for so many years. So, so and then... Sorry, to, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. CD Lamb had one reception and one rush. That gave me a headache. You just saying that right now. What the hell are you doing? That kid is a stud. Yep. And the the Niners were just. I mean, they were. They just looked like they they knew they were the better team. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't even throw a touchdown, man. Like I don't know how. I don't even understand how the Cowboys lose that game. I'm trying to. I'm trying to even add up some yardages here. And the funny thing was, so if I'm the Cowboys, and everyone had this early in the season was like, oh, Kellen Moore is going to be the next head coach prospect everyone wants. Well, guess what? The Niners have a great line. Nick Bosa, I mean, he got hurt. Fred Warner got hurt. But they're great. Their front seven's great. Why not spread those old shitty corners out Hmm. with CD, Amari, freaking Cedric Wilson. I like him too. Dalton Schultz. I mean, they could have spread the Niners out and thrown all over them. Yeah. Now, the thing I'm wondering is Dak hadn't looked right the last half of the season. Right. He did not look like himself. He was was he of... injured? What was going on there? But I thought the game plan was terrible. I thought the <laughs> I thought the Niners... What? Go ahead. Which, some, it just spurred something in my head, which reminds me, freaking Jalen Hurts taking a page out of LeBron's book, showing up to the press conference in a boot. Remember when LeBron did that after he oh, lost? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 100%. Sorry to sidetrack No, that. you're good. Uh, and the thing 
thing is they didn't do any of that. They didn't spread him out. Zeke came out after and said he had a torn PCL or whatever it was, but he looked like shit. Tony Pollard didn't get the ball. And the Niners defense, they did what they were supposed to do. They played fucking hard. They played their hearts out. And what they did was they built up enough of a lead where they could hang on. Because guess what? You know what's coming when Jimmy Garoppolo is playing a game is the bad pick will always come. You know it's coming. I think I was about to text you pick, but I didn't want to jinx it. And then he threw it. And then he threw it. I I mean, if you remember, it happened in the Super Bowl when they lost to the Chiefs. It happens every big game. And he is literally rolling to his right. He has an (laughs) eight-yard out. The guy is so wide open, he throws it 20 yards over his head. (laughs) This shit was ridiculous. And the last maybe four minutes of that game seemed to take an hour and a half, bro. A A year. It was forever. And that last, obviously, looking back on it, it was a bad call. So in the NFL, at the last 20 or under two minutes, what you're going to do is you're going to throw the ball because you don't have that much time. You don't have timeouts left. When they got it, when there's an incompletion, this clock stops because everyone's got to reset. But what did Dallas choose to do? They run the QB sneak. Oh, my God. And apparently they have not practiced late game situational stuff enough because Dak didn't know that he needed to get the the referee the ball to touch before the play. Of course, the ref always spots the ball. And let's be real. Okay, in a perfect world, they get the spike with one second left, and then yeah. they throw from the 30-yard line. Right. I mean, they're they're probably not going to score anyway. So the the thing, well, I mean, they, they what weren't do you think? At, They weren't at the 30 um, when, after the Dak rush. Yeah, they were. I don't believe that's true. Or maybe a little closer? I think they were uh, significantly closer than that. I mean, they were on like the 42 before that. So I, I don't know the exact number. Either way, it's the one of the worst buffoon play calls of all time. And I don't know if it was McCarthy or Kellen Moore, whatever it was, or Dak just decided to fucking take off. But it was just a terrible play call. They lose the game on that. Dak blames the refs and the pref. He just got. They just gave him a fine. Yeah. So they were at the twenty-four. So thirty-one. Twenty-four. Is close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you got? One shot from the twenty-four. Yeah, I mean, you're not, not getting in from there. It's got to be a. It's mirror. not high percentage. You don't have Aaron Rodgers. It's not high percentage. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah. The Niners were the better team. The Cowboys choke again. Stephen A. Smith was so happy. He's been dying of COVID <laughs> for a month and a half. Yeah. Um, and now he comes out and he's got his the Cowboy hat. All of a sudden, I guess his lungs are fine. He's smoking his cigar. He's strutting <laughs> on camera. I mean, the whole runaround. So seeing the Cowboys lose, uh, that's the only time that Stephen A. is that entertaining. Oh, yeah. that That is when he's at his best, 100%. Um, and it, it was just, it was a good game. Um, didn't bet too much on it, but took the L on that game. And then the night game. Yeah. Night game, what a fun game. Because I had, so all of our, our pod teaser, all of my teasers, all the parlays yeah. ended with Chiefs minus six and a half. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? They started slow. Yeah. They started slow. Guess what they did this season? They started slow this season. And TJ Watt strips strips the ball, Ugh. runs it back, Ugh. and 10 minutes left in the second quarter, it's 7 nothing Steelers. Yeah. The Steelers were by far the worst team in the playoffs. Oh, my God. I mean, here's I already jotted this down in my calendar, yeah. but we bet against the seven seeds everything we own next season. Okay. The Steelers suck. Right. The Raiders suck. Even though the Raiders almost covered, they should have lost by 50. I didn't mention that earlier in the game, but how many field goals did the Bengals settle for? How many bad plays did they have and still won? But we bet against the 7th seed next year. So Chiefs are down 7-0, and something clicked. The playoff Mahomes and the playoff Kelsey and the playoff Hill 
all kicked yeah. in, and you blinked, and it was 21-7, and you blinked again, and it was 35-14, and yeah. you blinked again, and they died. I think uh, Mahomes threw five touchdowns in the game clock of 11 minutes. I was in a DraftKings uh, little tournament with six of my buddies, yeah. and I was down 90 with oh my Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill. Oh, and before it. the end of the night, I'm up by 20. I mean, it was the greatest thing ever. I'm love just it. watching. Mahomes had 45 fantasy points or something. That is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, the Chiefs kicked in. I mean, that's that's all you can say is the Steelers, they were happy to be there. They Ben's last game, he's done. He looked terrible. They couldn't move the ball. Um, and and good. For, it, it's good to see the Chiefs get back to what we know they can be. Right. The defense was solid, but I mean, it's tough to judge them when they're going against the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger. Right. Mahomes had 404 yards. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Five touchdowns and averaged uh, 10.4 over and the... I uh, will say one other thing. So when they go down 7 nothing, I check the live lines. Yeah. So <laughs> the Chiefs were minus 3. Okay. And Love the that. over was 34. Oh, I, I put a unit on both of those, hammer and time. in five minutes they were Cash. both locks. I mean, the, the Chiefs covered that live over by themselves. And how about Jarek McKinnon? Uh, Jet looked great. Yeah. How is uh is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire track going to be back this week? Do we know anything about that? I do not believe so. Why don't you? Can you get on that while we're on the pod? Yeah, I'm yeah. not a hundred percent. I don't. I'm not expecting him back. Um, Jarrett McKinnon looked good, and you know what? So Daryl Williams, I don't know if you remember, he's questionable coming into the game. Yeah. He started, and he fumbled that ball that uh, Watt picked up. Okay. I don't know if it was his fault or the handoff, whatever it was. He never played another snap the rest of the game. Okay, so that's why they pulled him. It was all jet. Um, fun game, though. I mean, so it's fun another, if you had the Chiefs. Another strategy I like, and I'm probably going to play it moving forward, is so I like picking a rusher that is the longest yards, longest odds to score a touchdown. I think there's a good play. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, I had the, the Kelsey touchdown. I mean, the Hill touchdown. It was just a fun show to watch. There's no, When Mahomes is clicking, I mean, like Allen, like those two games, they were both the night games. They just showed why they're the two the two best young quarterbacks in the league this year. Not going to say the two best because the GOAT's still the goat's still alive, even though he's 44. He's still in the playoffs and he's still alive. Ridiculous. Um, but yeah, great great game there. And then it brought us to the last game of the week, which was Rams-Cardinals. Oh, you got something? Go. Yeah, so it doesn't look like Andy Reid will comment on uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, or he won't commit to playing Clyde Edwards-Hilaire this week. But um, it looked like he was possibly ready to go last week. So it's we don't be surprised if you see him, but with Jarek McKinnon doing what he did, I'm not sure they're really going to... I mean, maybe we'll split the playing time or something. But yeah. I mean, Jarek McKinnon, he played as good as Edwards-Hilaire is going to play. Yeah. I still can't believe they took him over DeAndre Swift. Can you imagine Swift in this offense? That'd be sick. It's so scary. Um, but either way, that's that's in the past. So Monday night, first Monday night football playoff game ever was Cardinals going to the Rams. And we were on the Rams. I oh, mean, yeah. I don't know why I like the Rams. I just, the Cardinals just sucked the, the last half of the year. Yeah. And... Kyler Murray was like a lock to win MVP. He's the future. Ugh. His rookie cards were so expensive after week nine. Yeah. And, I mean, they just— How they much they worth now? I mean, they're still <laughs> worth a good amount because he's a he's still a stud. But, I mean, he was terrible. He's a stud. So, like, if you look at just his arm and his wheels, like, he's better in both categories than a lot of quarterbacks out there. Yeah, but, I mean, what was Monday? Oh, he, he, he couldn't hit anything. He melted like a snowman in the middle of the summer, a snowman in Florida. Uh, he averaged four yards per attempt. 
he had two picks and his QBR. Guess what it was? Oh God, what was it? It was seven point six. Bro. Oh God! If you insane. have single digits, <laughs> if you have single digits in your QBR, you're not looking too hot. Uh, and the team had only sixty-one yards on the ground. So Aaron Donald is honestly the best player in. He might be the best player in the NFL, but he's certainly the best defensive player in the league. Um, Stafford kept it clean. He didn't throw any picks, which is huge. That for them. was the key. For, that's always the key for him. Throw he, it to Cooper Cup and don't throw a pick. And he averaged eleven point nine yards per attempt, which is spectacular i think i texted in the group chat whoa stafford minus 150 to throw a pick before the game yeah because he had like four in the last yeah he throws pick or like six in the last four games yeah so i mean hey look for him to throw a pick this week folks yeah and i i got a question for you nick yeah uh when you tear your achilles how can you come back after six months and look so fucking good like cam Akers did? five and a half months Five and a half months. He did go to Florida State, so that does give him an edge up on the world because Weird. it's the greatest school ever and it's <laughs> phenomenal. But you tear your Achilles in July, you do not come back for the playoffs in January. People are having trouble walk at that point, and he's playing a f- contact professional sport. And he looked good. Yeah. He looked really good. Yeah. And if you, like I had the Sony rushing prop, which didn't end up hitting, but he was the guy i mean they played sony to start but once they saw acres was running and he had some big plays called back he had some 20 yard rushes called back he could have had a big day i had cam acres to score a touchdown which i like but i don't understand um i don't understand so people are, are like oh there's no passion in the professional sports i like college better like when they're not it's not about the money bro there's no incentive for cam acres to come out there on a blown acl that's just passion right there yeah or blown achilles Achilles. Um, yeah, he was great. Cooper Cup, of course, phenomenal. Sony Michelle ran great. Ramsey was hitting. Donald was hitting. Von Miller was making plays. Eric Weddle's old ass came out after two years of retirements playing good. That's passion. There's no reason for him to be out there, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, OBJ, he wants to win a ring. Ca- OBJ catches a that, touchdown. I was going to save Odell for the end of this okay. game, but. Uh, good for him. I, yeah. I, you know, he was. I was a big. I'm still a big Odell fan. But when he was with the Giants, I mean, one of the most electric players in the league. He goes to the Browns. He was okay the first year, but like they just didn't know how to use him. Right. And then he gets all this slander saying he's washed up. This that. Well, guess what? Baker Mayfield's just not that good. Right. Let's just let's just be real with it. That is what it is. And Stafford's not great, but he's solid. And you put Odell there. You put Cup on the other side, right. and they're a great one too. Odell caught the first touchdown. One of my buddies, shout out Doss from. Yeah. from the fantasy league he went to the game and like him and six of his buddies all took odell to score the first touchdown love epic that. video love that love that plus 950 or whatever it was so um just a, just good for odell he looks good he's and he's not he's talking not the too same much. guy that he was in the giants but he's still a he's still a solid wide receiver expecting a kid i think that has something to do with it oh okay so little perspective i would know myself being a father now little perspective on life with the kid but right. yeah he's not talking too much he's not kicking field goal posts or no. field goal nets or whatever he used no. to do so good for him excited to see them um so i mean that should wrap up our games for for this week do you have any notes uh on on last week's games no nah, that's about it um I'm gonna. I think I'm updating I wrote the here. lines so we have live lines for for when we preview these next games here and we give out our picks. I think I wrote here. Yeah, these are just random little stats, but it's not really that important. So the Bills had 175, 174 yards on the ground, and they just showed us Singletary. what this offense could be. You know, Singletary had 81. Josh Allen had 61. You know, Dude, so when Josh Allen hit the guy with the Dougie, 
I didn't see it. Oh my god! Which Dougie? He he Dougie somebody? He in the open field broke a corner's ankle. Speaking of Dougie, Travis Kelsey, bravo! That was dope after that touchdown score. Yeah, Travis Kelsey I was vibing. Dance. I was vibing. I will say so to to cap off. So last week I was four and one. Nick was four and two. I do want to just add a little tidbit that we'll be mixing in, and it's tough to give out because we do the things Thursday night, but. The, the cherry on top for my betting week was Hideki Matsuyama to win the tournament. I, it was like 25 to 1 or 22 to 1. He's six back on the back nine on Sunday. Wow. He, uh, we, I watched the whole thing. He gets to a playoff. The guy misses an eight-foot putt, Russell Henley. Uh-oh. And then from 277 on a par five, he puts it to three feet, taps in for Eagle to win. It's it's one of the most clutch shots in golf history. I mean, not he's not Tiger, but no, that was, was epic. And you know those shots where it's either really sunny or you're in the sand, and right when you hit it, you have to like turn away because you can't you can't watch it. It's too sunny. Yeah, he like couldn't even watch it, and it was just brilliance, three wood from heaven. So just a great week betting all around. Of course, when you're betting, you have ups and downs, but when you have weeks like this, you got it. You got to cherish it because it's the most gotcha. fun. It's not even about the money; it's just about winning and Literally. being right. Yeah. So. All right, let's get into this week's games because eight best teams left in the league, and honestly, this is the toughest the toughest I've seen the board. I think last week was a little tougher. Yeah, we but, dominated last week, though. But we did well, so we I'm expecting, I'm expecting I did, the same thing. I do remember thing. looking at the board last week and being like, this is really tough, and then winning every bet. So hopefully it goes like the same way this week because this week is really tough. Let's jump in. There's only one game this week that isn't a rematch, and that would be the Bengals-Titans, and I believe that's the first game we're going to talk about. A beautiful lead in there, Nick. So 4.30 p.m. on Saturday, the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow go to Tennessee. They are the Tennessee Titans are minus 3.5, and, and the over-under is 47.5. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this game, Nick? So my thoughts on this game is Tennessee ain't that good. The Bengals aren't that good. They're probably the two of the— the bottom two of the bottom teams left in this. Are playoff. they the two worst teams left? I don't think so. But who who would you put worse than these two teams? Niners. Ooh, yeah. So the Niners might be worse than one of these teams. I don't have the Niners worse Rams, than both of these teams. Rams, maybe. I don't know. No, I don't have the Rams worse than either Chiefs. of these teams. No, I'm kidding, Get kidding. the hell out of here. <laughs> um, so, but here's what I'll say though: um, we've got a top ten coach versus a unexperienced coach, and the top ten coach has a bye week. So my lean is going to automatically go to the Titans. Not saying I'm betting them, but that's where my lean would go to. Yeah, Vrabel's going to—he's going to be coach of the year for what he did. This game is so confusing to me because which Derrick Henry are we getting? So my—I don't know. Obviously, I don't know. I uh, before you go in, I did get a report today that he okay. will get 20 plus carries. From who? Who said that? I'll, I'll look it up, but keep going with your analysis. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so one of the things that – so I what I was going to say is I don't believe Derrick Henry is going to be the workhorse this week. I think there's going to be some Deontay Foreman going on. And um, if anything, I would look for some receiver props, some longest reception yardage is over on the Tennessee Titans because Derrick Henry opens up that offense for them. Uh, and I probably wouldn't look A.J. Brown. I would look for, like, Julio Jones overs, honestly. I don't see any player props up around, and I would, on our site. But I mean, and I would also look for Deontay Foreman overs as well because it's probably going to be, since Derrick Henry's back, his over might be, like, 35 yards or something really I low. I think it would be even lower. You know, so I, I'm probably going to fire on that. So Ross Tucker works for the NFL. Oh, no. I know Ross Tucker. You know Tucker. who he is? Yeah, no clue good. who he is. But yeah. I spoke to someone in Nashville, he, quote, unquote, he, Derrick Henry is going to get 20-plus carries on Saturday. Okay, so quote. So Ross Tucker, funny guy, good content. He played. Uh, he played offensive line at Princeton. 
Oh, and then he, how do you know this? He also pl- I know Ross Tucker. He I follow him. He also played with Tom Brady. <laughs> He's, really? Who he says um, don't sleep on Brady shotgunning beers. Apparently, <laughs> apparently Brady can get it down. Yeah, so this game is so confusing to me because I don't know which Derrick Henry we're going to get. Um, my inclination, I will tell you, is I'm going to tease the, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Green Bay Packers. Okay, and so I also like the over. It ticked up from 47 to 47 and a half. Um, I, played a, I took a small piece at 47 and a half. I may double down and make it a full unit, but I played a half unit on, on 47 and a half over. Okay, so I've got um, the Bengals and Packers tease. And Nick is going to be on the over 47 and a half. I'm excited to watch that one. I'll be at a friend's house and yeah. probably be gambling with people and screaming at the TV. Um, I also which is my do, favorite thing to do. I also, oh shoot, what did I delete here? I also do have the uh, Green Bay with Cincinnati teaser. Green Bay with Cincinnati teaser. Okay, so we're both on that. Yeah. I love that because I think uh, nine and a half for the Bengals, I think is enough. I'm not putting a huge bet on it, but. I, I like to take that up to nine and a half. I could see them winning the game outright. Tennessee's nothing special, but I could also see Tennessee running it down their throats if Henry's right. So like last week where we identified what the, the best teaser on the board was, I like Green Bay as a teaser just as much as I like Tampa Bay last year. I think, not last year, last week. Uh, I think that is a clear, like you might as well tease that with a few games. But what do you, the, that's the tough thing though is what are you going to tease that with? That, that is the tough thing. So I was looking at uh, KC and Bills. I was going to put the Bills up, but then I was like, the total of this game is like 55. The variance in that game is just too high. It's huge. So I, I couldn't put him with them. Um, That's why I'm putting him with the Bengals. I thought about the Rams. I thought about the 49ers, but, you know. I'll, we'll I, get, we'll get to the Rams. I'll, I'll give you my take on that game. But that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to tease the Bengals and the Packers. You're going to do the same, and you have the over in that game. The the Bengals-Titans, 47.5. Yes. Night game, 8-15, on Fox. Fucking what a game this is going to be. This is another, and the Niners-Cowboys was a classic uniform game. You see the Niners playing the Cowboys on TV, you have to watch. Yeah. Same thing with the Niners and the Packers. Oh, Just yeah. two classic teams. Green Bay's minus 5.5 at home. The over-under is 47. And, Ooh. God, this is, a, this is a game that I love the Packers in. It's so funny. I started the week out and I'm thinking, I'm going to tease the Niners. I think I'm going to tease the Niners. I think I'm going to tease the Niners. And then it hit me randomly texting with some people. This is the perfect matchup for the Packers. Why do you say perfect? Why do I say perfect? Because their defense has been a a classic sum of all parts defense. They don't have any studs. You know. Jair Alexander, maybe. Oh, just gonna mention him. First game back, he's coming. He will play this weekend. Yeah. So their defense has all picked up, and I think Zadarius Smith is back as well. Don't quote me on that. But their defense has been solid all year. If you remember the NFC, this is a big revenge game for Rodgers. This game has been on his mind since they lost by a hundred in the NFC Championship a few years ago. If you remember, it was the Raheem Mostert two twenty and four touchdown game. Um. So here's my thinking here. San Francisco's run game's pretty good. It's not as good as it has been in the past. Debo's probably the best running back on the team. But I think if you can shut down Debo, Garoppolo's not going to win the game for them. And guess what? Garoppolo's very good. I mean, I see all the stats. He covers as an underdog. He's never played in negative degree weather in January in Green Bay. So I got a couple things about the 49ers here. Um, So we've got... You know, I said last the last or with the Tennessee Titans, I was like the a top ten coach off a of bye. You've got another top ten coach, probably better than Vrabel, and you've got the MVP. You think he's better than Vrabel? 
Lafleur. He's Lafleur is so polarizing to me. I don't know if he's a top five coach or a top fifty coach. Like I just to be know. determined. We'll see after Rogers leaves. That's what I'm saying. It's tough to say. But so this is a California team going to play in zero degree weather in Lambeau. This is the toughest thing you can possibly do. This is San Francisco's third straight road game. And it's their sixth road game in eight weeks. So cumulatively, they just have been traveling a lot. And I think that's going to affect them. So just you lose your home cadence when getting ready for games. And I think that's a big thing. They're not going to have their bearings this quite the same way. They've got uh, injuries on the defense. They got Warner. Warner, uh, he he's going like to play. I think they're all going to play, but I don't think they're 100%. That's what I'm saying. So I want to read you this list, though, right now. Go ahead. Emmanuel Mosley. Josh Norman. Kawan Williams, Ambry Thomas, Demandre Lenoir, Jason Barrett's on the IR. He was their best corner. Those are their five top cornerbacks. If you took all five and lined them up against Devontae Adams, he would score 10 touchdowns. One on five. Yeah, so here's another key thing. Um, Rodgers doesn't even need Devontae Adams to be open to, for them to connect. That's one of those connections so that they have. He like you. He can be even with the wide receiver, and all of a sudden, the ball is just going right over the cornerback shoulder into Dante Adams' hands. And I will think I will tell you that right now, seventy percent of the money is on the Niners. Of course, it's early in the week, but I wow. do I do think that the money will be on the Niners because of watching last week and because of just their past against the Green Bay Packers recently. And the Niners run the ball well. The Niners run the ball. They the should defense be. is solid, but I mean, they're a little hurt. I was just Are, a little hurt. The, every, the public, I think, will be on the Niners. Don't quote me on that because it's just a thought, but I love the Packers here. Win by a touchdown. I think they're going to win by a lot. I think this could be a blowout, and I think this is the game that may ruin everyone's teaser legs with the, with the Niners. Mm-hmm. I think they may win by 20-plus. So I was all over the place on this game. Last week, before the week even started, and all the games are done like I think on Monday before the Monday night game I bet the Packers minus four and a half on an offshore book love it then that's what it opened at it's five and a half now then I saw it tick up to six and I took a small piece of San Francisco plus six but the, <laughs> hey hey but then before the pod I grabbed more Green Bay minus five and a half and then I also bet Green Bay over 26 and a half as their team total because that team is going to score 26 oh yeah I'm in on that too you know what? Add that to my let's, card. Let's take that now. So my best my best bet of the week will be the Packers and the, the not my best bet, but I'm also taking the team total. Um, I think they're gonna kill them. Yeah, I got Packers minus five and a half, and I got the team total over six twenty six and a half. Yep, and I will tell you the only thing that gave me a little bit of hesitance was the year that the Niners went all the way to the Super Bowl. I bet against them every game, yeah. and only won the last game when it was the Super. Bowl. I think we watched that Super Bowl together with your buddy from New York, oh, uh, uh, Craig or something. Craig's um, from Boston. Whatever, fucking yeah. same thing to me. Shout out um, Craig, my dude. Shout out Craig. Uh, yeah, we watched that game, and that was the only game of the whole playoffs I won against the Niners when the Chiefs came back and won. And the Niners were up in that game. So that was the only thing that gave me pause, but I don't think it's the same Niners team. I don't believe in Jimmy G. And give me the Packers, minus 5.5. Best bet. Nick Nick is also on the Packers. Is that your best bet? It, it is my best Let's bet. Let's do it. We're both best bet in the Packers. Put your house on it. Put your families. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm split, kidding. split it 50-50. Just put, a, just put your unit on them. And I was talking about that today with someone. It's like, it, I hate people who are like, oh, how much should you bet on that game? How much you bet? Like some people bet ten bucks and some people bet a thousand bucks. Some right. people bet more. It doesn't matter. It's for fun. It's fun to bet games. Don't bet too much and have fun with it. Yeah, so you want to bet within within your limits, folks. Exactly, hundred percent. If you ever lose a bet and it affects your life, that's how you know you're betting too much money. Mm-hmm. So that's Saturday. Um, 
great games. And then we get into Sunday, 3 p.m. on NBC. We have the Los Angeles Rams going to Tom Brady. I'm not even going to say the Buccaneers because no one cares about the Buccaneers. They are the Tom Brady's. And it is minus 2.5 for the Bucs. It is a little juice on that, but minus 2.5. And, and the over-under is 48.5. This is a tough game. This is a very tough game. Yeah. And it's one that I may not even bet. Be, and I probably will because I have to have something on it. But right. my heart, I will tell you, my heart says the Rams are going to win this game. Yeah. Because they have a shot for sure. You watched the Bucks last week. They were great, but they lost. Two offensive linemen got hurt. Godwin's hurt. AB's gone. Like, everything on the offensive side is dead except for Brady, of course, which is why you can't bet against them. Hard. And the defense is as good as it's ever been, which I'm, I'm not doubting the defense. I'm just doubting that offense because of all the injuries. And I think against Donald and against Von Miller, I think those injuries are going to catch up. If I'm going to take any play in this game, I'll yeah. give it to you right now. It's the under 48 and a half. Okay. I'm going to put it I'll put it on my card cuz we, we need a bet on every game. Okay. Yeah, so I don't I'll, hate it. I'll take the I'll take the under on that um, because I can't bet against Brady. I mean, you got to be an idiot to bet against, bet against Brady. And I did it last year for 2 weeks. I did it uh, with the Saints and I did it with the Packers and it was stupid and then I bet them in the Super Bowl they won. So you can't doubt Tom Brady. If you're ever betting against him, you're just like you're just crazy. I considered t- teasing up the Rams to eight and a half, but I didn't like it. I didn't fire on it. I took Cincy in that in that teaser spot instead. Um, if so, right now Tampa's an expensive two and a half. It's minus one fifteen. So I think there's a chance that this game gets to three. If I see a three on Sunday or on Saturday, I'm probably going to bet the Rams plus three. There you go. Or try I, to work them into a teaser. I won't be on. I won't be teasing this game. I won't be betting it straight up. I will be taking the under. I may live bet it, but I'm just gonna watch this one. I think. Um, appreciate Brady's greatness. See what the Rams can do. See if Stafford can keep. I mean, he won his first playoff game. Let's see if he can do it again. If Stafford throws zero picks, the Rams win this game for sure. Oh, that that's a great thing to say. Basically, if he if he plays good and mistake free football, now if he has three fumbles, you know, <laughs> you right. know that's that's one thing. But, but let's say turnovers. If right. he doesn't turn the ball over, they're going to win the game. I don't think he needs to throw five touchdowns. He just needs to limit the mistakes because he's going to throw he's going to throw deep balls. If the Rams win this game, it's like a twenty to ten. 20 mm. to 7, something like that. They did mm. beat them earlier this year, if you don't remember. Yep. It was in yep. prime time. Rams did win the game. Um, so that's going to be a fun one. And let's wrap up the bets for this week with the last game. And this, Ooh. I said it before, this is my Super Bowl. I think whoever wins this game wins the Super Bowl. I think they're the two best teams. And that would be the Buffalo Bills going to Kansas City. Kansas City is minus 2. I don't can't yeah. recall the last time we had a line with Kansas City that they were less than a field goal favorite. And you know the public's going to be all over that. What's the split on this one if you see? see? Here's tough. Right now, you, because there isn't a lot of money, and you've got 70% of the bets are on the Chiefs, but 80% of the money is on the Bills. So there's clearly just like one big better coming on the Bills so right. far. Early. Well, because the line ticked. The line, I think it opened three. What did o- it open? Opened at two and a half, I think. Okay. Two yeah, half. opened at two and a half. Yeah, there's been 25,000 bets on the game. I mean, it's still the most bet game of the week so far, even right. though it's the last game. Um, the total was super high. Ticked down though. It was 55 at open. I saw 53 and a half earlier before I came, and now I'm seeing 54. So it's slowly trying to work its way back to that 55. But I don't see. We I don't think we see it. Yeah, I see. Um, yep, it opened at. Yep, it opened. Yep, exactly. So right now it currently what is it? 54. 54. 
Yep, 54. So here's my take on this game. You know I'm all in on the Bills this year. I've got Mm -hmm. them to win the AFC, win the Super Bowl, meet the Packers in the Super Bowl. Um, I've got all those bets of the future. i got to ride with my team. They beat them. They beat them earlier this year in Kansas City. I loved what I saw with with KC last week. Ugh. Loved what I saw with the Bills last week. Ugh. Both those games gave me more confidence in both teams. Yeah, I just think it's the Bills' time, and it's it's going to be in KC. So tough. It's so tough. As I'm saying this, I'm like, <laughs> and you're it's betting be, against Mahomes. And it's going to be. Um, there's this ref that they they take stats on refs. Even who's the ref? It's, I don't remember the guy's name, but it's going to be one of the guys that's the most biased towards home teams that there is out oh, there. God. Yeah. Oh, so so a few a little one. small angles working against the Bills here in this one. Um, my heart says KC minus two. I haven't bet it yet, but that my heart Give says KC pick. minus Are two. Are you taking KC minus two? Well, I already have three picks. Okay, one, you don't two, have to give a pick three, out. Four. No, I have I have a uh, one, two, you have three, three four picks, picks already. Yeah, so you don't have to give out a pick. Um, I I am. You can put it down. Bills plus two for me. I will be on the Bills. I got to ride with Josh Allen. I got to ride with my squad that I believe in this year, and I'm riding them all the way to the Super Bowl. I'm gonna look for Isaiah McKenzie props. You love McKenzie. Yeah, he, that's my dude. I'm gonna look for Isaiah McKenzie props. I'm not gonna look for Jerick McKinnon props because there's a chance that he's gonna be the starter, and the world knows already. Um. And uh, I'll give you this right now. You know I'll have a side but before the game starts, but I don't want to give one out right now. Throw throw a little on Diggs and Allen first touchdown. Okay. I like that. Yep. If they have the design runs for, for Buffalo, if they have the design runs for Josh Allen, they win this game. If he has 50-plus yards on the ground, night-night to Mahomes and them. Yep, so give me Bills plus two. Nick's not going to put an official bet on this game, but I'm going to – I just – I made it up, and you tell me if you like this. I just did our oh, our, teaser. Our, par, our pod teaser. Yeah. Let's do this. Bengals the nine and a half. Yeah. Packers to plus a half, so a pick them. Easy. Rams the eight and a half. I like it. And Bills the eight. I'll take that. I like the teaser on the Bills, yeah. yep. You in? Yeah, yeah, I'm in. All right, let's do that. That pays out plus 300. We hit it last week for you. So that's Bengals, Packers, Rams, and Bills, and that will also be on our card – let me lock. Oh, that we didn't in even now. count that as a win for our cards either last year. That was just for the pod yes, for sir. last week. I said, um, "Yep, let's put that in." That's it. So it's the Bengals, it's the Packers, it's the Rams, it's the Bills. So it's really all the underdogs except for the Packers. Teased with six points. Um, I'm pumped about that one actually. I like it. Yeah, I like to have a a game that's where I have money on everything. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, and it makes it fun. I mean, it was great last week because we won them all. But um, so yeah, that'll be the pod teaser for the week. Let me go through my pod picks for the week. Nick will give his, and then we are going to be out of here. So I've got my best bet is Green Bay minus 5.5. I've got the Green Bay team total over. What was the team total? 27? 26.5. 26.5. I got the Bengals and Packers teased. I've got the under in the Rams-Bucks game, and I've got the Bills plus two. What do you got, Nick? I've got Green Bay minus 5.5 as my best bet. I've got the Packers over 26.5. I've got Green Bay plus Cincy teaser, and I've got Titans-Cincy over 47.5. Awesome. Um, No FanDuel this week, again, because there's just not enough teams. And uh, we, first of all, want to say thank you, everyone who's been with us. We're going to do a couple more pods until the Super Bowl, and then we're going to figure out what we're doing after that uh, and how we're going to move forward. Next year, we've already decided there will be audio, or sorry, there will be video, there will be guest appearances. we got a ton of things lined up for everyone. And a big shout-out to Diet Smoke. We appreciate the sponsorship. And uh, I think that's it. You good, Nick? Yeah, that's about it, folks. Have a good one. All right, let's have a big winning week again, and peace. Peace out.